بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم ألهمنا مراشد أمورنا وأعذنا من شرور أنفسنا This will be a small مذاكرة Mudakara means a question that I will ask and every person who is listening, I myself and every sister and every mother who is listening we will ask ourselves one question that what is the level of honor that I myself have for the Rasul of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam In recent times a very dirty statement or an evil act was made against the Zat, the honor of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And by the kindness of Almighty Allah, Muslims around the world reacted. And they showed that the love of the Rasul of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, no matter how far a person is from Islam, it is burning in every believer. Every woman has that love, every man has that love. If a person has to be told, boycott every product that France makes, then that woman who never ever left that certain makeup, that certain deodorant, that certain perfume, it was in their house, it was in their lounge, it was in their bathroom, France was everything. But in the love of the Rasul of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, if an announcement is made, boycott it. This love has made people boycott. That cream which they could never do without, they have done without it. By the greatness of Allah, the kindness of Allah, we all enjoy that amount of love. What this discussion will be is, is our love and our honor one level higher which was required from us. The honor of Rasulullah was not only that we boycott a product of a group of people who have spoken bad about the Nabi of Allah or who have done something evil. But we find honor in being the daughters of Rasulullah So I will mention to you one incident and then we will put ourselves into that shoe. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his wife saw many days of difficulty. He was the king of Medina Munawwara and he was going to be the king of the world. But even in Medina Munawwara with the Arabs, the habit of the Arabs was everyone will be poor but the chief will be rich. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he never allowed that. So when they said to him that we will make for you a smarter house and when they said to him we will prepare this for you then he would always say that are you not happy that the year after is for us, this world is for others? He would say I am just like a rider on this journey. I have to spend a few minutes under a tree, take some stage, some shade and I am carrying on. He would say that Allah had offered if I wanted the mountains of Makkah would have been made for gold for me. He said, Jibreel salam came down, I looked at him and I asked for his mashwara. Jibreel salam indicated with his hand, Antawada'u, that simplicity, humility is what makes Allah the most happy. Nabi Wasallam said, I choose that one day I will have something in my house, I will eat and thank Allah. And one day there will be nothing in my house, I will make sabr. I will live like a slave, I will die like a slave. 
So this carried on for many years in which time there was no wealth in Medina Munawara. It was difficult for everyone, it was difficult for the wives. Each wife was a queen but their house was not the house of a queen. Sometimes the neighbors would send some hadaya. Aisha radiallahu anha says that a thought would come in the neighbor and then they would remember us. So the neighbors sometimes had more food or more milk than even the household of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Whatever food would enter their house before they could even use it. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would get some guests. He would send the guests to the house and they would be told prepare something for the guest. Aisha radiallahu anha she says, she says one time some meat reached. Meat was like a delicacy. They used to live on roti, on bread and a very inferior type of bread. Later on in Islam one of the nephews of one of the wives of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked, he said, Oh my mother, meaning my aunt, will you not make for me what Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa would eat? To practice on that sunnah, I want to eat it. She said to him, you won't manage. Already at that time she said to him, you will not manage. They saw very difficult days, but they went through it. But the greatest exam that came to them was when wealth did enter Medina Munawar. A lot of wealth came because victory began. On account of the wealth that was coming, Sahaba radiallahu were now able to renovate their houses. And it's the nature of man, if you see somebody else renovating, you also want to immediately renovate. Whether it's needed or it's not needed, it is just a feeling within that if that one got something, I need something better. Or also I want something comfortable. It was natural that the wives of Allah's Nabi were also going to see their friends making some renovation in the house. And because they were the queens of Medina Munawara, it was only right. Or it was only natural that they would also ask that can we also get something like this. So they took up the request to Rasulullah wasallam. It was not a haram request. There was nothing wrong with it. That wealth was completely halal. It was only slight renovations in the houses. The houses were extremely small. A few years ago in Medina Munawara, in a certain museum, they drew like pictures. First they made a model of what the house would have been. People who go from Umrah can go and see this at the museum. They used the very same material which 1400 years ago were used to make that small model. They used those pebbles, they used that bark of the Kajur tree, whatever was found in the ahadith, they gathered all that knowledge, they looked for the ingredients and they made a small model. So to see the model itself is unique and then some people drew a picture or they took a photo of it. So that photo you can find and then it was printed by some in South Africa also, it was called an artist's impression of the house of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. On that picture at the bottom is written, most likely it was Saeed ibn Musayyib, a great tabi'i of his era. When the time came that the houses were now going to be broken because the masjid needed to be expanded. At that time as he saw it coming down, he, made, he said that, ah, like if only, he said if only the houses could be left as they are so that the ummah who will come later on will just be able to walk in it. And when they walk, they will understand what was meant by the simplicity of the household of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.
It was a house in which if you stand and you put up your hand, you were touching the roof. The room was one room, it was everything. There was no different rooms. There was a room which had no roof, that was used for entertaining guests. And then there was a baytun, which is a room with a roof, that was where Nabi Wasallam and his family spent time. It would be a sitting place for this family, it would be a sleeping place for this family, it would be an eating place. They would open up something and that was their bedding. They would close it, that was their dastarkhan. They would sit on that same area, they would sleep on the same area. And that was their musalla. Allah's Nabi Wasallam at night performing salah. When the time for sajda would come, he would sometimes touch the feet of Aisha anha to tell her, put your legs inside. Because there was no place for him to make the sajda. The roof also leaked. One had no roof and even where the roof was, it leaked. Aisha radiallahu anha says, I saw so many a time Allah's Nabi when his face would come up from the sajda. Then we would see the mud on his Mubarak face. But it was not that they could not make the renovation. There are many narrations where Sahaba radiallahu anha came and asked, that I want to do something and Allah's Nabi said no. But now the wives made a request. It was not a haram request. But Allah's Nabi wasallam, for him and his lifestyle to change because of the world that was against the shan of Nubuwa. So Nabi wasallam, was not happy with the request and for a while he separated from his wives. When he separated the news spread that he has divorced his wives Nabi Wasallam went and he stayed somewhere else. That was even more simple than his house. Umar radiallahu anh had seen the house of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. You would see it many times because his daughter was married to Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But when he went to this place, this was even more simple. He came to ask permission, he entered. He saw on the body of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam there were marks. Because of that mat on which he was resting, that mat was, was leaving marks on his body. Then he cried. Allah's Nabi looked at him and he said, what makes you cheer? He said, the kings of Roman and Persia who are on complete falsehood, but when they sleep they are so comfortable. And the one who is the greatest of mankind, and look at his condition. He said, oh Allah, will you, oh Allah's Nabi, will you not make dua to Allah to open up for us? And that's when Nabi Wasallam sat up. He was not happy with that statement. And then he said, are you still in doubt of this matter? Do you not know that Allah has kept for us another world? And in great detail, Allah's Nabi Wasallam spoke to Umar radiallahu anh. It was at that same time. Then he asked, have you divorced your wives? Nabi Wasallam then indicated no and he became very happy. Because his daughter was one. Allah then sent certain verses of Quran down. Now this was going to be presented to the wives of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And this is the shoe I want you to put yourself in. We also enjoy a relationship with the Rasul of Allah. And that relationship has given great honor to all of us. We are either the son or the daughter of Nubuwa. When we stand in front of the Rawda of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, we make that as-salatu as-salamu alayka ya Rasulullah because that's our father. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the father of the world. His wives are the mother of the world. 
that level of respect and honor that we have in Medina Munawwara is because we all understand him to be our master. The wives, they had the closest relationship. So they were going to be put through the hardest of imtihan. Me and you, our relationship is further, so our exam will be smaller. But how they were tested, we will also be tested. There is a certain right which is called the right of the honor of the Rasul of Allah. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And every person who has created this contact will be taken to a certain exam because of this contact. And the person according to the level that they pass will be the level of proximity they will enjoy with Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in the year after. The ayat that came down was the wives were said that Almighty Allah gives you a choice. If it is this world that you want, then come, I will give you this world. I will make you very wealthy, but I will have to separate from you. You will not manage to be the wife of the household of Nubuwa if you are one who is desirous of the world. And if you are desirous of Allah and the Rasul of Allah, then know that Allah has prepared for you a unique reward. Allah Taala put send wahi, Nabi Wasallam had to send now the request. Aisha anha was the youngest of all his wives. He had a certain fear that if I put it forward to her, sometimes a wife, when she's having an argument with her husband, they're a little too fast in talking. He had that fear that what if I say this to her, that either you take the world or you take the Nabi of Allah, but you can't get both. Sometimes in that anger, what if she says that I just want something better? And then that would mean that he had to separate and he loved her. So before he even spoke to her and put the request, he said to her, I am going to say something to you, but do not make a decision now. Go back and make mashwara with your father and your mother. And then he put it front. Aisha radiallahu anha said, is this a matter we have to make mashwara about? She said, indeed I choose Allah and the Rasul of Allah. Then there she said. And she lived up to that promise. Allah's Nabi passed away within two or three years after the incident. Aisha radiallahu anha was going to live for many years after, approximately 40 plus years. During that time, her nieces would sometimes see her in a dress which had a patch. And they would say, oh my mother, everyone is wearing a new dress, but you never wear anything new. And she would smile and she would say, that I separated with Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam on a promise that he will find me in the same condition that he left me. I separated with him on a promise that he will find me in the same condition that he left me. The Khadima says that if money came into the house of Aisha radiallahu anha, that money would not survive till the next morning. Everything would be spent and it was her honor to live in poverty. Hunger was an honor for her, having food was not an honor. Poverty was her honor, being wealthy was not an honor. Wearing a patch cloth for her was an honor, wearing a new dress was not an honor. 
Allah Tabarakullah spoke and addressed the women, the wives of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, وَمَنْ يَقْنُتْ مِنْ كُنَّ لِلَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ That those that will be obedient amongst you to Allah and the Rasul of Allah, then you must understand that the reward is going to be double. And then this verse came, يَا نِسَاءَ النَّبِي لَسْتُنَّكَ أَحَدٍ مِنَ النِّسَاءَ that oh the woman of the Nabi of Allah, you are not like other women. This is the point that I am going to stress on. I am not the direct son of Allah's Nabi and you are not the direct daughter. Fatima radiallahu anha was the real daughter and the wives were the real wives. But we are also part of the household of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. After the sentence Muhammadur Rasulullah came on our tongue. We became the daughter and we became the son. We entered into the household of Nubuwa, which is the greatest honor that man ever got. In becoming part of his ummah, we surpassed everyone else. We became the leaders of paradise. We became the flag bearers of tomorrow. We became the last to come in the world, but first to enter into paradise. But it was necessary that to get so much of honor, there had to be some exam. The exam is so much. When Allah addressed the wives, He never addressed why you want renovation. The wording was, "In kuntunna dunya Are you desirous of this world? Are you madly in love with this world? Is this world your only dream? If it is like that, then understand, it's either the dream or it's the Rasul of Allah. The two don't go together. Ya Nisa and Nabi Lastunnaka Ahadim min and Nisa was addressed to the wives of Allah's Nabi that you are not like other women. But in that same vein, an address was made to me and you also that, O oh, daughters of the Nabi of Allah, you are not like other women. We are not like other women means the woman around us is different and we are different. What they find thrill and pleasure in should not be the same thing we find a thrill and pleasure in. What amazes and amuses them will not be the same that amazes and amuses us. When they are scared of death, the daughter of the Rasul of Allah is not scared of death. When they see poverty as a disgrace, the daughter of the Rasul of Allah sees it as an honor. That this was something that made my father happy. When wealth comes, it is shukr. When difficulty comes, it is sabr. There is no shikayat and complaint in the house of Nubuwa. Why? Because being allowed in this house itself is the honor. The honor of being in the household of Rasulullah is an honor. For the non-Muslim it is, he must honor the Nabi of Allah, that he must not be using such statements against him or doing such actions which was against his shan and his sanctity. For the Muslim woman being part of the household and the honor meant that we cannot continue being talib, desirous, running and dreaming only of this world. There's another world coming. Allah Tawarukullah then gave an example of what does it mean that you are not like the rest. Allah Tawarukullah says, وَلَا تَخْضَعْنَ بِالْقَوْلِ فَيَطْمَعَ الَّذِي فِي قَلْبِهِ مَرَضِ وَقُلْنَ قَوْلًا مَعْرُوفًا Allah Tabarukullah said, وَلَا تَبَرَّجْنَ تَبَرُّجَ الْجَاهِلِيَّةِ الْأُولَى 
و اقیم نصلاتا و آتین زکاتا و اطعن اللہ اللہ تبارک سیز یو کان جس واک آؤٹ لائک ہاؤ ادر وومن واک یو کان پریڈ ان دا اسٹریٹس لائک ہاؤ ادرس پریڈ فار ادر وومن دے از نو لا آف اے حجاب بیکاز دے ناٹ پارٹ آف دا ہاؤس ہولڈ از نو لا آف ہو کین سی یو اینڈ ہو کان اٹس مائی باڈی آئی کین ڈو واٹ آئی وانٹ آئی کین ٹیک پکچرز آف مائی باڈی اینڈ سینڈ اٹ ٹو اینی مین اٹس مائی فریڈم بٹ وین یو پارٹ آف دا ہاؤس ہولڈ آف رسول اللہ اٹس نو فریڈم Now it's if you're desirous of this world, then why are you in the house? And if you want the house, then leave the world for a while. May Allah Tawarukta make every one of you all the Aisha of the time. That there was no need for her to say, let me think about this. There was no need to say, let me fast my mother and my father. That I am going into this marriage, but it's not a marriage of wealth. It's a marriage of deen, but I might not have that wealth which I enjoyed yesterday. Will I enter into this marriage or not? Must I make a mashwara? Aisha said, what mashwara is there to make? I choose the Rasul of Allah. We are living in a time where luxury of the past has become necessity of today. It is the kindness of Allah that is allowed for all of us. We can have bedrooms in our houses and many bedrooms. We can have bathrooms and so many bathrooms. We can have duvets, we can have sheets, we can have dishes. One thing we must not have, do not be madly in love with this world. Because mad in love with this world and the year after don't go together. Allah's Nabi said, this world and the coming world are like two wives. This narration in front of women doesn't need any explanation. Everyone understands what it means two wives. Even if you see two wives of the same man sitting next to each other and both smiling at each other, everyone else will say it's a fake smile. Allah's Nabi used such a word, it is like two wives. You will have to choose which one you want to make happy. If you will make the temporary one happy, you're going to make the other unhappy. And then he gave advice. He said, فَآثِرُوا مَا يَبْقَى عَلَى مَا يَفْنَى That just remember, one is going to get finished very soon and one is going to remain. Then you choose which one you want. How we understand that in a marriage that the husband cannot keep both happy at the same time. Me and you will not be able to keep our dunya and our akhirah happy at the same time. You will have to make an intention that being part of the household of Nubuwa demands that I am not like other women. What thrills them does not thrill me. What amazes them is me. They cannot understand why I am not wearing a new jubba or a new abaya or a new cloak or a new kurta a new shoe, a new sandal, why my carpet is not changing, why my curtain is not changing, when last have you changed your bathroom tiles, they cannot understand why the car is not changing, are you still in that same car, how many years you got that car, but they do not understand that I got a ta'alluq with Aisha, and with the husband of Aisha, radiallahu an, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. they will never understand that in my poverty there is honor, In my simplicity, there's greatness. In seeing to somebody else's needs makes me smile more than my own needs. Because they're not part of the house. 
But it must never happen that after I entered the house, I start looking outside the house. And I wonder what a nice life those have. They can drive in whichever car they want. They can live a life that they want, but they're not part of the house. They are not part of the house. There is no halal and haram for them. There is no satar for them. There is no law. Watch your voice for them. Allah Taala gave order number one. You cannot parade around now in the markets like how you would do in the times of ignorance. Now there were laws given. If you want to come out of the house, now you will cover your body. Now you will not put on an itar or a scent which will be fast spreading. The minds and the eyes of others must not be attracted to you at all. You must not be an entertainment for others. You must be a sample of modesty for the world. When you walk, your walk must be such that if a man looks at you, he will feel shy and look down. Because you are the daughter of Fatima and Aisha. Your honor is even when you die, no man's eye must fall on your body. So even in your cover, they will first put a sheet above you because that's your honor. Your honor is that your beauty will shine in the year after. For others, there is no year after. We part of the household. What we take honor in is different from what they take honor. You will not parade in the markets like how they paraded during the times of ignorance. When you talk to a strange man, you will not talk in a soft, entertaining, attractive voice. Almighty Allah made it very clear that there is nothing wrong with the girl, with the woman. They are so innocent in nature. They are so pure in nature. But there are many men who are given something called nafs. Nafs is something which becomes sick. And when that sickness starts, then it grabs that intelligent man and it makes him foolish. Then the woman were ordered, because you are part of the house of Nubuwa, you must watch how you send messages, how you talk, what joke you make. Sometimes you need to ask an alim a question. Normally it's preferred that you don't ever speak to the alim directly, you speak through his wife. Why? Because you are part of the house of Nubuwa. وَقُلْنَ قَوْلًا مَعْرُوفًا For you it is not allowed, it is not appropriate that you joke with a mufti, you joke with an alim, you joke with a non-alim, you joke with your brother-in-law. Why? Because you are part of the house. The honor of Nubuwa is that you are part of the house, live up to the demands. Aisha radiallahu anha, she showed the world how to live up to it. She benefited the entire world and she kept in the hudud of niqab. Her ilm spread through the whole world. Her body's beauty was reserved for her husband. The world continues praising her but no one ever would get a bad thought of her. Her modesty was kept intact. Her knowledge spread in the world. She was a khair kha, well-wisher for the world. And she remained in that small environment of her house. From a small room, her face, her benefits spread everywhere in the world. There was no need for her to parade. She would go for Umrah, she would go for Hajj. Full ihtimam of niqab, parda would take place. People would come to ask her questions, she would say, lift up the veil. 
A parda was split between the man and the woman. A tabi'i once came and he said that there is no need to put up so much because I am blind. Aisha radiallahu anha says we were ordered to do this. That even if you are blind, I was no, it's not appropriate for me to stare at you. The eye of the woman must not be fixed on a man. A man must not hear continuously the voice of a woman. A woman must not intermingle with man so much that she becomes friendly, easy. One exchanges a number with the other. Now this one has WhatsApp, that one. If a woman needs to ask a question, even it's to her brother-in-law, she will ask through her sister. Even if the brother-in-law is sitting in front, she won't speak directly, she will speak indirectly. Allah wanted all this. Why? Because you are part of the household. That being part of the household, salah is yours now. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam left. This was his house. This was his wife. And we are the sons and the daughters. He left his house. He went for the Fajr Salah. When he came back, he found his wife on the Musalla. He left the house. When he came back at the time of Chas, he found his wife still on the Musalla. He said, from the time I left you in that posture, she said, in that posture. Sitting on the Musalla. وَأَقِمْنَ salata, Being part of the household, don't be lax in your Salah. وَآتِينَ zakata. Don't let zakat be a thing of your husband. Not only must he pay the zakat and it's an obligation to fulfill, you are part of the household. Almighty Allah said, you give the zakat. And obey Allah in the Rasul of Allah and now you are part of the household. إِنَّ الْمُسْلِمِينَ وَالْمُسْلِمَاتِ وَالْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ Almighty Allah immediately after addressing the wives of Nabi Wasallam brought this ayat. To show where the command was first for the wives, it was also indicated towards Al-Muslimin wal-Muslimat, wal-Mu'minin wal-Mu'minat, wal-Qanitin wal-Qanitat, wal-Sabirin wal-Sabirat. And I am part of the household, you are part. This house has certain demands. The demand of Salah, the demand of Zakat, the demand of fasting, the demand of obedience, the demand of submitting to the will of Allah. The demand of always thinking of Allah. We got a few years for Aisha radiallahu anha when she left this world. It was about 40 years plus from the time that she separated from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. She loved up to one sentence that I promised the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He will find me in the very condition that he left me. We do not live up to that. We don't have that promise. But we can live up to one thing. My Allah's Nabi loved simplicity. He said, Al-Badadatu min al-Iman. Simplicity is part of Iman. I will hold on to this like how I'm holding on to a promise with my Nabi. I will find him on the day of Tayama and he must find a simple daughter. I must not be extravagant. I must not be loud. I must not be the one who wants to do something and everyone has to see. I am not the one who when I cook the world is shown. I do not go somewhere and the world is shown. I do not look at who is my followers, how many people are following my chats. I am in the household of Nubuwa. Modesty is my shan and my honor. Modesty is my shan and my honor. And I got a few years as she had a few years.
after about 40 to 45, that last breath will come onto my tongue. I will be at that time the age of 70, 75. Even if I'm alive at that time, there will be no thrill in this world. And if death has to come along that way on at that time, may Allah make it that I and you, we can meet the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he will say, you really honored my sunnah. He will say, you really honored my sunnah. When a person would enter your house, he would see Muhammad sallallahu house. In every era it is different, but simplicity everyone can understand. What you don't need and which serves no benefit, then look at it three times and if you see that it doesn't help you in the house, give it in charity. Don't die for this world, we've got another world which we have to live in. Whoever will go for this world will use the year after. Give preference to that which is forever over that which is coming to an end very quickly. May Allah Taala bless us all. That one is we have the love of the Rasul of Allah. We got that honor of the Rasul of Allah. We just needed to spur us one more. That let me become part of the household of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. May Allah Taala make us all part of that house. May Allah Taala allow us all to live up to the demands of this house. وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين